Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Instructional Snapshots. Suter Young and asked me questions if I was confusing. Today I take a look at two of the players who are in the Cubs alternate training site. One of them is Jarek Suter. The other is Jared Young. Jarek Suter. Interesting pathway. Um... He is from Valparaiso, Indiana. He is 27.218 years old, which means he is 218 days beyond 27 as of the recording of this podcast. So if you're listening to it later, he's older than that. And if you're listening to it sooner, he's younger than that. He went to TCU in the Big 12, Texas Christian. Very, 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 very good Baseball school, very solid baseball follow, should you be looking for a college baseball team to follow. TCU always has a good squad, always has a couple of guys worthy of draft selection. Suter played his last two college seasons at TCU. In his draft season, I'm quite sure... It was his senior season, so I'm not 100% sure on that. He had a 273 batting average and a 694 OPS with no home runs. And the Pittsburgh Pirates selected him in the 26th round of 2011. As he went up through the... Pirates Pipeline, Bristol in the Appalachian League. Rest in peace, Appalachian League, as a major league, or as a minor league um, league. Now it's a wood bat league, or so we hear. West Virginia in the South Atlantic League, Bradenton in the Florida State League, a suitor moved up the Pirates' lower pipeline. He hit better in professional ball than he did in college, which sometimes will happen. As he reached the upper levels in Altoona in 2019, he had effectively started to struggle. His numbers in double A, and this was after a season in triple A. His batting average was 235. His OPS was 576. And he headed to Canberra in the Australian League to play there in the 2019 winter. In winter in the winter meetings in 2019, Suter was left unprotected in the both the major league and the minor league portion of the Rule 5 draft. And for a couple minutes, I'm going to talk about the minor league portion of the Rule, rule 5 draft. 
most of the time when people talk about the Rule 5 draft, what's discussed is the Major League portion. And that's fringy enough for most people to disregard it entirely. If a player is eligible for the Rule 5 draft and left unprotected, in other words, not on the 40-man roster, he is eligible to be selected in the Major League portion of the Rule 5 draft. The Minor League portion, after you put aside those 40 players, a team gets to protect 38 players in their system from the Minor League portion of the Rule 5 draft. And most of the players who are projected as potential future major leaguers would be protected in the minor league portion of the Rule 5 draft. However, once in a while, players slip through. And the Pirates decided they would leave Jarek Suter unprotected in the minor league portion of the 2019 Rule 5 draft. And the Cubs selected Jarek Suter and decided to turn him into a pitcher. Now, I really don't have any information on why the Cubs thought this career first baseman outfielder, he does have some right field in his background, would be a qualifier for a pitching position in their pipeline, but that's what the Cubs went with. Jarek Suter was selected and is now in instructional ball as a pitcher. So once he pitches in a minor league game, he will officially have become a career two-way player. And as to what we ought to be expecting from Jarek Suter as a pitcher, I have absolutely no idea. But if there are games in the Instructional League and we are seeing any sort of box scores, I'll be interested to see, is Jarek Suter a pitcher? Is he blowing people away? Is he far better than the players that he's up against? Or is he getting crushed? When a, pitcher, when a pitcher jumps to being a hitter, when a hitter jumps to being a pitcher, it's interesting to see. Is he better than the guys? Is he worse than the guys? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, it's an uncertain thing, and he is a complete shot in the dark. Um, a lotto ticket of a lotto ticket. A complete, huh, I don't know. Let's see. And to project anything out of him would probably be a little bit silly. Let's see how he does. Baseball used to be a situation where teams had plenty of roster spots and players were given opportunities to show if they could perform or not. While the roster spots have reduced, some players are still being given that option, that opportunity to see if they can play against people, uh, play against people of generally their ability level. We'll find out. Uh, I really do appreciate you guys listening to podcasts. These are fun ones because it's very justifiable for people to not pay any attention to Jarek Suter and Jared Young. It's very possible for people to think that. 
and once in a while I toss out these podcasts with a little bit of information thrown in. Some of you might have needed a refresher course or an introduction to the minor league Rule 5 draft, and I figure that's a deep enough of a dive for a justification for a podcast. And throw in a little bit of information on Jared Young, and you'll learn a little bit of something. If these are sorts of podcasts that you think a friend of yours might be interested in, you might want to toss this, toss a link, toss a link to me. Hey, check this out. Uh, he does this kind of stuff all the darn time. If you enjoy it, if they enjoy it, they will be back. If not, I will not be offended too horribly. Hit link, hit follow, hit share, hit subscribe, hit retweet, all those kind of things. And if you have questions on podcasts that make sense that I haven't gotten to yet, let me know on those too. Anchor allows sponsorship, should you be interested in that. In reality, I'm just enjoying that you guys listen. And when I check out the numbers on a Jarek Suter, Jared Young podcast, I'll be fascinated to see what they are. Jared Young is from Prince George, Canada. He's 25.091 years old. Again, if that means... That's on the day of the podcast, so if you're listening to it in the future, he'll be older than that. If you're listening to it in the past, he'll be younger than that. 2017, the Cubs drafted him in the 15th round from Old Dominion. Old Dominion is a default for the Cubs. (sighs) P.J. Higgins is from Old Dominion. Obviously, Jared Young is from Old Dominion. There's... There's a number of people. I think there's like five Cubs who are from Old Dominion. They're the Monarchs, and uh, there's a whole lot of Monarchs in the Cubs system. They seem to generally get it. They understand. Connor Myers is from Old Dominion. I think they grabbed a player post-draft this year out of Old Dominion. It's uh, it's the person who covers the... Virginia area makes a few stops each year to Old Dominion and checks to see which guys are worth selecting and usually tries to. Um, as a junior in at Old Dominion, as per usual, I give the batting average and the OPS, not because that is a perfect and complete solution to everything. I give the batting average and the OPS because people who are into batting average, you are legitimate. People who are into OPS, you are legitimate. People who are into numbers, if you're into Jared Young, you're probably jumping to the Fangraphs page anyway or BBref and checking on things your own darn self. Maybe you're even a baseball cube guy and you have your own... I mentioned batting average because not all people are into math. Some people just like baseball. Young hit 367 as a junior with a 1.021 OPS. 
those are good numbers. If you can hit in college against good pitchers, you can probably hit at the pro level to a certain level against pro pitchers. And the Cubs decided, you know what? We buy into Old Dominion. We'll use a 15th round draft pick on this guy and see what he does. He started out as an infielder. And in 2017 at Eugene, 257, 647. At South Bend, 313, 893. Them's some good numbers. That got him a call up to Myrtle Beach in 2018, 282, 772. Again, quite good numbers. 2019 in Tennessee, 235, 615. AA is a very tough level, very tough call up. Um, he struggled. And the Cubs have since decided Jared Young is an outfielder, not an infielder. At least that's what he's listed on in the international or in the instructional. Boy, I keep saying in international. International looks like instructional. And when I when I think faster than I read, or is it read faster than I think, I say the wrong word sometimes. International is not what I'm talking about. Instructional League. In Instructional League, Jared Young is an outfielder now. And cor uh, presumably corner, uh, left field, right field, a little bit of DH. And the hope is that between 2019 and now, he has regained the confidence, regained so much of, so much of hitting is confidence. And having a proper approach that works for you. And I'm not a hitting coach. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. Reading on Twitter, people who were the last choice in kickball, I'm including myself. I'm including myself on that. Saying, these guys aren't hitting very well. Excuse me. They're facing, Major League hitters are facing 97 on the black. They have about an eight, an 83rd of a second to decide, are you going to swing at this pitch or not? And when they swing at it, if it's in the dirt, how, why are you swinging at those bit? Because it wasn't in the dirt when it left his hand in Incapoop. Um, hitting's hard. Hitting's hard. And the higher up the level, the higher up the ladder you go, the more difficult hitting gets. And hopefully Jared, Jared Young hit very well as a in the lower minors. Will he hit as well in the upper minors? I don't know. We'll see. But he is being given a look in instructional ball. And hopefully it works. And if there are games, hopefully we'll find out how he's doing. And if they do, if there is any coverage of games, it'll even be better. Heck, that might even make for a nice podcast each time an instruction. Boy, I'm having to think on that. I'm just having to think on that every time. Do I want to say instructional or international? Instructional ball. Anytime there's an instructional ball game, that would make for a nice podcast, I think. I think, I think. But then... I'm going to be having podcasts on each international on each uh, Dominican League game in 2021 if there are 
Dominican League games. Who knows what there's going to be next year. Young and Suter, they are both realistically long shots. Young is a whole lot closer than Suter. And Suter is trying to transition to being a pitcher. Heck, we'll find out. I have absolutely no idea. But as any information comes in, I'll try to be all over it. And if I consider it even remotely pertinent, I will let you guys know. Thanks for stopping by. Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon. As circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that one worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.